नमस्ते लेडीज एंड जेंटमैन बॉयज एंड गर्ल्स वेलकम टू आयनिजम्स पॉडकास्ट अबाउट सोसाइटी आर्ट एंटरटेनमेंट कल्चर पेट्स जियो पॉलिटिक्स एंड ऑफकोर्स मूवीज एंड टूमोरो इज द बिग नाइट द नाइन्टी फिफ्थ एकेडमी अवार्ड्स Oscars are on tomorrow and I am your host for this episode. In this episode I'm going to walk you through my aspirations, observations and some expectations for tomorrow's Oscar night. But we're not here to talk about Indian stereotypes are we? We're here to talk about the Oscars. And speaking of diversity, I'm happy to report that this year's Oscars are more inclusive than ever before. We have nominees from all walks of life, from all corners of the globe. It's almost beginning to look like United Nations of beautiful people in designer clothes. Now I know that some some people are upset that the lack of nominations from India or what they know as Bollywood because they think entire Indian cinema is Bollywood. But to be honest, if Bollywood movies were eligible for Oscars, we'd be winning all the awards, right? For all the song and dance, costume, dance drama, emotion, tragedy, comedy. I mean all the genres would be chock-a-block, right? So we'd have to build a new wing just to hold the indian award section but anyways so sit back relax listen to this incredible episode where we celebrate the magic of cinema and if you're a nominee tonight remember whether you are you win or lose you're still going home in a limo and if that limo happens to be a tata nano don't worry it's still a car the three movies as you know that have made it to the oscar final list or final short list if you will all that breeds the and the elephant whisperers are running in different categories of documentaries and then of course the original song rrr uh, natu natu while there was a big hoo-ha about why the movie rrr did not bag any further nominations uh, given the fact that they've included avatar way of the water and maverick top gun and of course everything everywhere all at once rrr could have definitely made some space in there but as it turns out it didn't i do not know why uh, there are other movies banshees of incherin and the fablements which have made it to best picture but uh, there are only that many nominees uh, nominations that you can have so we won't debate about that what's done is done uh, we'll probably have to revisit it next year if there are any more movies that can go though i as be as i have been saying all along i really missed um, having uh, sardar udham as an oscar nomination uh, a couple of years earlier it should have been uh, definitely a front runner but anyhow what's gone is gone let's move forward couple of observations right while as much as i want uh, an asian representation at the final podium uh, what i mean by that is of course we love michelle yo and her performance in everything everywhere all at once from a movie standpoint yes it was very different it was done well but it kind of didn't blow my mind away uh, to be fair and what do you when you say didn't blow my mind away typically one of the understandings for best picture is that you exit the movie thinking wow i haven't seen something like that in a long while that that would be my 
basic definition of uh, the best movie and so while everything everywhere is a good movie i thought what blew me away was maverick with the kind of uh, action sequences and set pieces in the given nominations of course rrr had uh, b- beautiful set pieces but it's not nominated in the nominations uh, the ones that stood out was maverick and yes i'm saying this even over avatar way of the water the reason i say that is because that's creative genius but largely or almost entirely cgi as in not to take any credit away from cgi i mean that itself is no mean task but it seemed like uh uh extended remix of avatar 1 let's put it that way there wasn't any freshness in my mind albeit the storyline was slightly more deeper no pun intended there as compared to the first edition of avatar but clearly it didn't you know take me off my seats and like oh my god you know yeah visual spectacle yes good maybe i'm older could be i mean a generation which is seeing avatar uh, way of the water for the first time clearly they would have been you know completely taken aback with the spectacle on show but for us who have seen um i mean i go back in time think of the firsts right what were the firsts first as in what were those movies which were done for the first time which did not have a reference to context or did not have a, a majority reference to context there might have been some shades of inspiration from here and there but largely uh, 90 95% of the movie was almost quote and quote unprecedented and that when you watch that movie you were like this is so out of syllabus this is fabulous so and and i know there are plenty to name but the top of my mind recall is when you saw uh, star wars episode 4 uh, then of course new hope empire strikes back and then return of the jedi that trilogy back to back were unprecedented right you were like wow uh, and of course star trek came in and then it wasn't that kind of a novelty but yeah uh fast forward a few more years i thought jaws was a novelty uh, then again fast forward a few years the way schindler's list was shot you were like wow this is very hard hitting and though you had seen world war 2 uh tragedies and war tales and everything but the way schindler's li- list hit home or hit the heart was probably universal in some sense it was quite unprecedented if you go in the masala entertainer genre uh, you think of independence day will smith and jeff goldblum they did a fabulous job with uh, independence day part 1 quite unprecedented of the cgi and vfx that we have had and at the time it was like wow this is unbelievable isn't it again you fast forward to matrix part 1 that to me was like the epitome of surrealism you know and it, as it, for all the matrix lovers especially those who understood the subtext of the movie not just the special effects the underlying story the layers the narratives uh, they fell in love with the concept of the story more than the vfx and that's credit to the writers to the directors uh and therefore uh, reloaded and revolutions um, and even the fourth one did not live up to the expectations right where they missed the basic spirit of the movie let's put it that way but it was quite unprecedented at the time uh, when it was released likewise when you watch some of these 
best picture nominations you have all quiet on the western front well we have seen something like that yes it was a good movie well shot well directed great poignant scenes and everything but does it blow you out of your mind i mean again does it hit the circuit breaker perhaps not avatar way of the water no banshees of insurin it's a movie that's got mixed uh, views in my head in the sense is it a good movie answer is yes absolutely is it something that i mean at a very simplistic level two friends get together and then one decides that the other one doesn't like the other and there is a donkey there is a couple of chopped fingers and uh, and yeah and and that's the story right i mean if you look at it very uh, and i'm trying to i know that there are layers and nuances and everything at best so the what's what's the expression i'm looking for i'm searching for an expression here that after i finished watching the movie i was like okay that was it so it it wasn't like something that left you mesmerized and say oh my and i'm not against uh, slow burns or slow paced movies just so that you know i enjoyed nomadland or um, ebbing missouri and those kind of movies too but this didn't leave a mark as it were elvis i thought was a le- left a mark but uh, we have heard and seen elvis as a story in various documentaries in various other references and so it wasn't something fresh of course it was done well tom hanks did a good job and mr butler did fabulous right uh, he really embodied the character so no two ways about it so in fact of these four that i just mentioned elvis probably peaks my interest in terms of uh, the impact that you leave behind and then of course uh, everything everywhere all at once and i was like great movie but again it, it, it the pace went up and down from time to time and yeah credit where it's due from a concept standpoint from an originality standpoint yes uh, give uh, all points there and like i said I, i'd want uh, michelle yo to win make no mistake on that but again is it something that just raises the bar of artistry i don't know fablemans just if there was no mr steven spielberg's name attached slash associated with it chances are it wouldn't have made the cut i'm being very blunt about it apologies if it offends uh, any of the fablemans fans out there not that i'm not a fan of mr spielberg i'm a big fan of him but this was not some of his best work which uh, warrants a best picture nomination tar yes we have seen uh, it's a great performance by miss blanchard but have we seen some similar movies before answer is yes so is this good yes it is good does it leave an impact it does again is that there's no emphatic yes yeah it does top gun maverick absolutely yes it leaves an impact it's the other end of the cgi that we see in avatar isn't it there a lot of uh, real life footage that has gone in and that itself takes entertainment to the next level so while the story was nothing original it seemed like top gun part 1 redone much better let's put it that way
but you can't deny the quote unquote entertainment value that comes of uh, maverick it gives you real chills and thrills so leaves an impact triangle of sadness not so much didn't find anything to write home about in that movie and women talking i'm sorry i missed watching that so i won't have any commentary on that but these were the uh, best picture nominees and i thought there was space for rrr given that uh, you know there are two categories two ways of or two schools of thought one is you just focus on shortlisting those set of movies which raise the artistic bar or merit uh, in one artistic discipline and you you're like wow this movie matches or ticks all all the boxes great cinematography great editing sound design production quality da 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 the whole technical awards and as a movie as a picture it leaves a lasting impact you would want to rewatch it you want to recommend it to somebody else you know those were some of these so called intangibles or subjective criteria which uh, often define great movies if you go back in time but uh, if if and if that were the criteria then rrr should have found a space but it didn't so then i'm guessing some of the other movies shouldn't have been there and yet they are so likewise in actress in a leading role kate blanchett anna de armas fabulous performance in blonde really i mean i i thought she ought to be talked about much more than the news or the buzz that is doing the rounds uh michelle williams in fablemans okay michelle yo in everything everywhere yes absolutely but uh it's a tough competition in in that category i probably think it's still going to be anna de armas uh, the dark horse right uh, it seems the prediction for every, like everyone is guessing the momentum as it were is with uh, miss uh, michelle yo but uh, if if everything everywhere wins um, the best picture then chances are michelle yo might miss out kate blanchett of course she's done a spectacular job but like i said a uh, little difficult in my view I, i could be totally wrong on this i'm just speaking of my understanding of cinema or appreciation of uh, these kind of movies likewise uh, in the male category the actor in a leading role mr austin butler colin farrell mr fraser mr paul mescal and bill nai uh, well it is mr butler's to win or mr farrell is very close i'd imagine mr fraser all the three definitely are very neck to neck but i my vote goes for uh, mr austin butler i think he really went through the emotions that were very real right you didn't feel that it it was a role being played by somebody right it felt that it was elvis not that i knew elvis personally but we have seen the documentaries we have seen the videos and so it felt very very real finally uh directors right martin mcdonough daniels uh, steven spielberg todd field and ruben osmond triangle of sadness right this to me seems very much in favor loaded in favor of 
everything everywhere all at once so it should get that documentary feature all that breeds uh, all the beauty and the bloodshed fire of love a house made of splinters and navalny i'd probably think navalny would edge out all that breeds we never know and uh doc- documentary short subject the elephant whisperer stands out uh, as compared to some of the others how do you measure a year the martha mitchell effort effect uh, stranger at the gate and haul out uh, if i reading it correctly i haven't seen that one but uh, that that it seems so net of the story to me is natu natu seems very certain followed by elephant whispers that seems to be the indian bag oscar kitty if you will there should have been much more but hey that's how it is so that be my predictions for tomorrow let's wait and watch what happens but the important thing that i wanted to close off this episode with was what next right will the indian think tank film fraternity rethink its strategy about uh, representing indian movies at the oscars or will it still become those i'll take it whether you like it or not that kind of thing or will they revise their judgment criteria more importantly will they relook at film fair i mean the reason why oscar is now become not just something for american movies but a global uh, platform to recognize uh, brilliance in cinema it's an opportunity missed for film fair given that indian film industry has been around for 100 years they ought to have raised the bar but they didn't what has happened is they have largely been a poor cousin of hollywood copying lot of scripts copying uh, action sequences copying songs some from time to time and it just not a recent phenomenon it goes way back into the 50s and 60s and maybe even earlier and so somewhere not to say that we don't produce original content it's just that that original content does not make it to global mainstream consciousness now with the advent of youtube and awareness created thanks to rrr chances are you know the western audiences the international audiences the movie loving audiences globally are looking into indian cinema much more than they did ever before fortunately we have our savior in the form of malayalam cinema which is uh, holding the flag high for original content very realistic movies and again the idea is not to again become like hollywood that you know there are only dark scenes and whispering dialogues you know and those ultra realism and all that no we, we we should have song and dance sequences we ought to have our masala entertainers but then there has to be a degree of plausibility a little more sensibility and some attention to the detail has to happen and one can always argue that you know some of the more nuanced directors like mr bansali or uh, mr anurag kachyap they do bring about uh, such attention to detail but there aren't the majority still go back to the formula formulaic uh, especially in the hindi film industry go back and rely on the formulaic approach which is like there has to be tragedy action comedy little bit of drama little bit of this and little bit of that and hey here is a masala entertainer for you with a song and dance sequence which is remixed from previous songs and that's it 
to me that kind of formula is short changing the artist short changing the audience as well robbing the audience of a great cinematic experience because hey nobody is doubting the talent that we have right all these actors all these indian actors whether it is ntr whether it is uh deepika padukone priyanka chopra or any of these actors they would hold their ground if they got the right projects in hollywood i know alia is doing a project with gal gadot but um, there needs to be some mainstream movies with solid performances to capture the attention of global audiences because we're just losing too much time catering inward and not becoming a global platform or a global umbrella of artistic brilliance which we can see if we couldn't then the story was very different i think we can but we don't for some reason or the other and so the hope for uh, the 96th edition of oscars is that at least we produce two or three movies which completely have a circuit breaker from an artistic merit standpoint which you know probably breaks into the best picture best actor best actor uh, actress supporting role and of course song song and dance and score is our core competency if you will as compared to global cinema and of course we are doing we have always done reasonably well in short features and documentaries every now and then so so i'm looking at at least five or six nominations next year as compared to the three that we have this year that be my two cents to this and hopefully the there will be a revision in on the oscar panel that we have and hopefully they get a little more sense into what movie Uh, they send to the oscars well that's all the time i had for this episode of ionisms you know where to reach me leave me a message on my twitter handle i'll be following and tweeting about the oscars as live as we watch it if you happen to be online and on twitter do feel free to join me tweet with me uh, it's hashtag #ionisms that's a a y a n i s m s So at Ionisms is my Twitter handle. You can always leave me a question comment on my podcast. You will see a voice message link below. Write a couple of thoughts. It helps me understand that the content is landing in the right audience and you are listening to what I have to share. I'd love to hear from your point of views as well. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think we missed out something? Feel free to share. till we meet the next time stay well stay safe and enjoy the magic of the movies this is your host ian and you were listening to ianisms peace out <laughs>